Good morning. Parsha's Va'era begins where last week's Parsha left off. At the end of Shmos, Moshe had gone to Paro at Hashem's bidding. But instead of letting the Jewish people go, Paro increased the workload on the Jews, and their suffering was even greater than before. Va'era begins with Hashem explaining the context and history of his relationship with the Jewish people. I appeared to the Avos with the name Kel Shakai, but I did not make myself known to them with the name Hashem. The name Kel Shakai has the root Dai, enough, or limited. The Medrash describes the name means the God who said enough to his world. When Hashem created the world, he put limits in place so the world could exist and function. Limits to the boundaries of earth and sea, limits to weather and seasons. The earth itself is limited to its exact place in the solar system. It can't move any farther from or any closer to the sun. Its place is defined and limited. Hashem placed it in its exact spot and said, Die! This is it! Don't move from here! Cells in a human body replicate and grow, but only to a point. Die! If they replicate without limits, the body can't live. The temperature of a person has to remain within narrow limits. Hashem in creation and in his interactions with the Avos was a God who declared limits. In the Avos' lifetime, while Hashem certainly performed some miracles for them, Ultimately, our Avos were living in a world of limited miracles. They had troubles and they had real-life problems. They were not living in a time of unlimited geula or redemption. Yet Hashem made promises to them about an ultimate redemption, a time when Hashem's hand would operate without limits, and that was going to be Yetias Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt. And now that it's almost time for that redemption to take place, Hashem reminds Moshe Rabbeinu that he is Kel Shakai, the God who determines the exact limits of the exile. Every moment is calculated and part of the plan. And even though it may seem that by going to Paro to demand redemption for the Jews, Moshe made things worse, not better, Hashem is the God who declared an exact limit to their suffering. And each step Hashem commands Moshe to take is part of that plan and bringing the Geula closer. In a world run by Hashem, events that appear to be setbacks are actually advances along a perfectly calculated master plan, and every limitation is paradoxically the route to growth and life. I think this message is an important one for mothers. I received an email a few weeks ago from Esther Levy, who suggested that as much as it's important for children to know that their parents listen to them and prioritize them, there's also a value in children knowing there are times their mothers cannot listen to them or do something with them because they have a different priority at that moment. This is so vital for our children to learn. Yes, they are so important to us, and we are here for them. And at the very same time, we are going to place limits around them in every way because that is what they need for healthy growth. A child who wants to start talking to his mother right at bedtime may need to be told, not now, it's bedtime, we'll talk tomorrow. A child who asks for time and attention when her mother is in the middle of something else needs to be told to wait, not for the mother's sake, but for her own. Part of growth and development is learning limits, learning patience, learning to defer to others. The limits here aren't negative or stifling. They're an intrinsic part of healthy growing. This is so important that in Hebrew, the word cherus, freedom, is the same as charos, engraved. There is nothing more limited or defined than something etched in stone or engraved. But paradoxically, that is also the framework within which there is the most opportunity for freedom. A life without limitations is not a life of productivity or accomplishment, but rather a tragic waste. 
But the person who disciplines themselves, limits themselves, that's the person who will grow and flourish. There is so much to discuss here. But for today, let's appreciate in our own lives and in our children's that the limits placed on us and the limits we impose on our children are not negative or stifling, but rather opportunities for channeled and successful life and growth. Have a wonderful day.